When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It was like 20 beats per minute. So like that whole ending, it's just like as low as it could possibly go on the computer for the sake of tracking. <laughs> just for the sake of trying it. Like, yeah, oh, let's just see what happens. Just... When you make music, that makes people laugh. It's, it's so, it's nice. Mm-hmm. Make people laugh. When it's so like just... just so silly. ignorant, they, they hear it and they're like, all like, they can wow. feel is just laughter right away. It's like, oh, okay, they did it. <laughs> Use EMG pickups because they help you get the heaviest tone possible. Head over to emgpickups.com and use my promo code HEAVY at checkout and get 15% off. And then once you write the heaviest song of all time, head over to distrokid.com slash VIP slash Garza and save 30% off your membership to get all your songs on all streaming platforms. And now to the heaviest podcast of all time. What is that mechanism? This is a Puffco. What's a Pupco? Um, it is a electronic dab rig. Okay. And fucking, it has gotten me through so much shit. <laughs> <laughs> so it probably, probably helps you uh, go to heaven, I assume. Uh, Something like More that. like a purgatory. It's barely <laughs> noon. Dave's busting out the thingamajigs. Let's do hickeys. And it's dead. No. 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 Where's the USB charger? <laughs> Oh my god. Is, is it dead really? It's yeah. really dead. It, it stayed dead for a while. We have four of these. Just, well, that might be a sign. Maybe you guys just go on to stick with the. We have three. You have a, you have a we pipe. Got the flower. You have rollers. We got the flower. Still, That's though, dude, I feel like every time that, like me in particular, I would go to hit this. Like yeah. every day, every time it's about to get broken out. He's like, yo, here, hit this. Fucking dead. Every time. Every time. Every time. That Telling might be, me I'm not allowed to smoke, I guess, today. It's the tour curse. <laughs> That's what I call a sign. Down you, bad. Like, you guys need to go back to just the OG. Just we don't like digital rolls. shit anymore. We do analog. Yeah, uh, I'll just put some I'll just put some fucking diamonds on the fucking bowl. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Hybrid. Well, dudes, I, I gotta say thank you real quick because you this is actually a big moment. I I don't like talking about myself on this thing. I try to make it about like the guest, but this is a big moment for, for me personally because this is like a dream come true where like uh, a band comes back and hangs out and just hangs. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is like what I've been wanting to do for like a long time. You're like you you guys signs this form are the first like Returning band and dude, that's fucking, so it's, fucking it's, it's, it's crazy, man. So we're the first band to smoke you out and the first band to like fully return as a unit. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I was like, they're they're not gonna come back ever. <laughs> dude, fucking, literally, I was bugging fucking Brad. I was like, yo, you need to figure out if they're gonna be off Chaos and Carnage, so like we could fucking. Get into Cars's fucking place and fucking just burn down and chill, dude. You know, Thank fucking. You. Thank you, man. It was such a good time. You know, you ever had like a thought? And 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 you're like, and then that thought becomes real. You're like, wow, like, I was thinking about that. Actually, like now it's like reality. Oh, yeah. dude, every it's day, cool. every day that we do this shit is yeah. that. Really? Yeah. I mean, all these venues and stuff you show up to, like places I've heard about my whole life, and watching, seeing other bands play their video. We just played the Palladium. That was like dude, that, that was a dream. That, that was a dream, dream yeah. come true. Growing yeah. up, Crazy. watching the, the DVDs, the Kill Switch DVD and shit. The, this whole tour, out. even like yeah. from my first tour with the band, all we were talking about 
was like, damn, one of these days we're going to be out with Whitechapel. One of these days we're going to be out with Whitechapel. And I mean, well, shit, we're out with Whitechapel. <laughs> Very yeah. surreal. Yeah. Oh, wait, now, now we're, we're out doing it. It's crazy. Literally, man, like 15-year-old me would never believe I would be out here doing this, honestly. Like, fucking me. Listening to fucking Possession and shit, like being young, like covering their Dude. shit in like 2011, like, like now just to be on the road, like... What's up? How you guys doing today? What's right. good? Like Dude, just what a trip. normal people, yeah. man. It's fucking crazy. Being hey, in this room, seeing all this sick shit. It's yeah, crazy. It's, it's <laughs> been a, it's been a, a, big, a big change, and you guys been been here last. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. fucking, it got really decorative, man. Fucking <laughs> making the, it feel homey. You know? Trying it. This the and uh, this is the first one where we got the Christmas tree up and going. Festive. Yeah. I was like, oh, nice. I was like, okay. I, I want signs to get high and just trip out Christmas. with this fucking Christmas tree right here. So if I Christmas zone out, I just like get lost. It's fine. It's your fault. <laughs> it's like, is he in heaven or is he in his fucking personal purgatory? Who, who knows? Bobby. You know. Well, uh, well, today I met uh, Carl. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Man. W- was this your first tour? <coughs> so this is my first tour with the band. Um, I've been around the block a little bit here and there, but um, I met the dudes about a year ago in another mm-hmm. band I was touring with, and. Uh, just kind of worked out, like staying in touch with the dudes, and now here I am with them a year later. It's fucking crazy, man. It's crazy. How how did it come about? Uh, literally just um, keeping in contact over the past year, like on socials and stuff like that, just being cool with the guys, and um, kind of like as a joke one day randomly, like I was stoned at my house one night, and I was like, yeah, start. you guys, yeah, literally, <laughs> if you guys ever need a fill-in, like hit me up. I texted Bob on the side, because I saw our friend was filling in with them for a show, and I was like, damn. They really called him, but they didn't call me. Fuck, I got to get on the radar now, man. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just reached out kind of, like, jokingly and then get a call. I'm sorry, like, 20 calls from David one night at, like, midnight. <laughs> yeah. Dude, seriously, like, no exaggeration. Like, so many calls I woke up in the morning, too. I'm like, yo, I haven't talked to this dude in, like, forever, honestly. Like, I always just talked to Bob. And I'm like, oh, something's wrong. Something happened. And um, I call him in the morning when I'm, like, working at my job, and he's like, yo, you want to, like, try out for us and, like, you know, get it going and see what happens? And I was like, yeah, sure. And here we are. Tried out, sent a couple videos in, and uh, got the gig. He had some uh, try-out videos, like uh, iPhone. Literally, like, the worst, like, one-take quality. That's the best way to do it. (laughs) Shittiest guitar (laughs) on it. It's funny, man, because we were looking for another guitar player, and he just, like... You you messaged me and I was like I didn't even answer you for a couple of days I was like how does this guy know like because yeah. Carl just has this we've, we're like connected we have this he has this sixth sense like we did a tour together last year every time we were smoking Carl would show up like no matter where we'd be three blocks away from the venue going to get food all right we're gonna light up we're away from everybody and he'd come walking around the corner like what's up guys how's bro it going? that one time we were walking to cookout. Fucking, he yes. just walk in the opposite direction. No, that was, that was, was rodeo like, goat. I remember. That rodeo yeah. goat. Yeah, that's I what was, it was. I remember. We had literally yeah. just sparked the fucking joint, and we're like, "All right, all right, let's get ready." Rodeo goat. Hell yeah! Wait, is that Carl? <laughs> 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 so yeah, this dude just shows up. He he has this thing, this this uh, uh, amazing ability to show up right on time when he's needed. <laughs> My spidey sense are tingling, yeah. man. I smell yeah. it, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" So he hit me up, and I was like, "Oh, like, I'll get back to him." We were busy. And then I was like, oh, like I don't know what's going on, but I'll keep, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. And then a couple months later, we were like in and out of the studio. And I'm like, man, we, I really want to find somebody. And one of my other buddies, uh, his name's Kyle from a band called One Five Six Silence. He was like, have you asked Carl? I'm like, no, I really should. <laughs> and Carl just came, he just came through, killed it. Dude, it was yeah. actually funny because like Bobby calls me. He's like, how do you feel about Carl trying out? 
And I was like, got to ask a question really subtle. I was like, how do you know this guy? Because like I knew him as <laughs> a bass sucks. player. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Fuck that guy. I knew him as a bass player, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was just like, Carl? Can he even yeah. rip, dude? You know Can he I mean? even rip? Does he even go here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But he rips. He rips. But he rips. Rips. Yeah, yeah. Rips fucking hard, dude. We had a bunch of videos from a lot of people and just... His shined over everybody. Yeah, we just got truly. along. Really? And also it's we fun, toured man. with him in the past. We knew yeah, we, we knew he course, bust yeah. his ass and See, stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? See, here's the thing is that these these motherfuckers, you motherfuckers, you know, <laughs> they, they didn't tell me. They, they, they were talking about it, and then a couple weeks went by because at the time we were talking to, like, I don't know, what was it, six people? No, it was you know, more than that, dude. It was maybe. <laughs> but, like, you know, some people, some, people, some people expressed interest and then kind of pulled back because they had other things going on. They weren't able to commit to our really demanding tour schedule. Mm -hmm. And then finally, I forget how it came about, but... Uh, Someone, someone told me that we were talking to Carl. Like, oh no, no, that was I remember. I was at my mother's house, and uh, Dave was like, "All right, we had a video. Mike, you need to see this. You're never gonna guess who this is." And I'm like, "All right, who?" I get the video, open it up, and I see Carl. I didn't even watch the video. I just started calling Dave. <laughs> I was like, "Carl, <laughs> this guy?" I was like, <laughs> "No, I was shocked." But they're both right. Carl's takes. Just completely outdid everybody else. Wow. Um, it wasn't just that. For me, a big thing that really made Carl stand out was uh, that he went through, what was it, how many guitars? Just to find the right fit. Dude, and these, like and these fucking weren't, four. These weren't beaters <laughs> either. I mean, uh, you, next round. Next round. <laughs> these weren't beaters either. These were like Thank Ibanez's, um, a music man, like other other expensive instruments. And he just like one would come, one would go, just at this big circle until he finally settled on on the ESPs playing Two right week now. process, honestly. Like, I had, like, five guitars. I was like, I'm not happy with this. This is cool, but uh, I don't know about this. Do I play six? Do I play seven? Mm. I don't know what the band wants. Dude, fucking, I'm still freaking out about it right now. I don't <laughs> yeah. know what I want to fucking play anymore. But, um, yeah, yeah it's, been, it's been cool, man. It's really small world, honestly, like, just being on a tour with them a year ago and then, like, hey, try out for us. And now I'm just, I'm here, man. It's fucking awesome. Like, seriously. That's right. I mean, it's wild where, like, the universe will take you, man. Dude, it's seriously, weird. Like, man. you know, imagine, like, last year, you, would you picture yourself, imagine yourself, like, wait, I'm going to be in science this form about a year year from now. Dude, no, I thought, I'd, I thought I'd still be playing bass right now, man, because I put down guitar for a bit because I had a cool opportunity, so I played bass, and then I was like, damn, man, like, I'm not in my groove, dude. I'm not playing guitar. Like, this yeah. is weird. And then, uh, yeah, all this happened, and it's, like, just right back to my roots, man. It's really, really weird, but, like, cool. <laughs> it's great. I was watching videos of the show last night because you guys were in L.A. last night, and mm -hmm. it looked great. It looked like you were already, you know, in, like, a flow. Dude, it's, it, honestly, you know? it was like that, like, day one. Like, we've only had, like, two practices before we actually played our first show, or, like, three practices, something like that. But, like, just already the vibe, like, we've been doing this for a while already. Like, it just... We're fucking locked in. We're back, dude. Like, <laughs> we're so fucking back. We're so fucking back. Yeah, it's cool though. It's very refreshing to be in um, a group with you know people that are held to higher standards and everybody just gets their shit done, but also goofs off and smokes weed and hangs out and has a good vibe, but also just mm -hmm. gets shit done. We need to. We want to be formal, but we're here to party. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a balance between uh, between them both, you know. Exactly. Like, and especially like I mean, your music is very demanding. <laughs> As far as like playing level, so that, I mean the fact you guys could find someone that you vibe with, but also still still play the damn damn thing, you know. And I was, I was uh, Michael, I was watching a video and I didn't know that 
you play those songs with your fucking fingers, dude. Dude, yeah. What, how do you do? I was fingers like, McGee. I was, I was looking at my, is he playing with the pick? <coughs> Are you dying? I'd be like, no. <coughs> Sorry, I was laughing and I choked on the smoke pad. But yeah, yeah, I'm a fingerstyle bassist. Um, so I actually did start with the pick, you mm. know, just because you're playing metal um, and I hadn't developed the strength. So I thought, uh, you know. Not that playing bass with a pick is easier, but, you know, for someone at my skill level, when I was, you know, just starting out, it was easier. Mm -hmm. But I must have been 18, 19 in college, um, was seeing this girl, and her brother was a bass player, right? And she said that he said real bass players don't use picks. And I was like, all right. Who says that? Fuck <laughs> you. I'll That's be just attack. as good without them. Uh, and this is right around the time I was getting into death metal, uh, like, you know, Cannibal Corpse specifically. Mm -hmm. So I started watching Cannibal Corpse bass player videos. Alex Webster, he's God to me. And his three-finger technique The is, three, the three. Yeah, the, you know what I mean? Like, so I just started doing that. Believe it or not, the best exercise, I would tell any bass player who wants to play with their fingers, uh, learn the pattern to bleed by Meshuggah and just do that. Like, <laughs> Oh, wow. How, just, wait, how... It's it's all back and forth. It's just dun 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 Am I am I ripping bass right now? Dude, am I are you out? Am I in? Let's go. Dude, that that's a great pointer because it's so it's such a like that's so Yeah. It's it's simple but not simple. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a very simple pattern at its root. Um demanding but like it once you get the rhythm of it down mm -hmm. you know you can keep playing that it'll build up strength and then eventually if you want you can switch to another one of the patterns which is what I started doing because he's got it on the screen yeah, look at that. oh yeah, oh, yeah. He's, he's, yeah doing, he's, he's doing a three yeah exactly ex exactly you know just like this dude right here um, oh it was actually okay. I saw a video it was uh, decapitated's old bass player uh, who was playing it and the tone this guy had on his bass I don't know what it was but uh, either way, I saw his uh, his technique. This cover right here, this guy goes crazy right there. Yeah, Nazim, no, the one at the bottom of the screen. Oh, that's our friend Daniel. Daniel also yeah. is an excellent <laughs> bass player. So if you see this, Daniel, I love you. You know, if, yeah. uh, I, I chat with him on Facebook sometimes. Oh, wow. uh, I don't Sick. know him personally, but I love you. You're a phenomenal bass player. I don't think Mike was with us, with us, but he flew out to meet us in the UK um, when we first went there. Oh wow, he's ripping, dude. Yeah, this guy crushes yeah. it. He's wearing the MIT shirt, too. Like. <laughs> you can tell he's just a killer, dude. No emotion, you know? <laughs> it's the best. You, you know you could rip and you do a rip like that, and there's no expression. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. like, you know you're, like, that good. Dude, that's... Okay. But, yeah, no, that's... um, that's Rewinding back, back to the core of the topic. Yeah, that is what really just helped me develop the, uh, you know, the forearm strength and the stamina mm -hmm. to keep going. And, you know, I did that for a couple years. And it just felt better. I feel like mm -hmm. I have more control over where I want to go. Um, if I want to incorporate something slap-wise, you know, I've got more flexibility to string skip, you know, shit like that. Uh, it's just one less thing to, you know, keep my eyes on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. One less thing to lose on tour is that, well, I don't have picks. It makes for mm. a very unique sound, mm. too. It like, does. There's a big difference, I can tell, playing with him than with anybody else we've had. Also, we just tracked our first record with him playing bass. And oh wow! The it the way that that sound sits with what we do, it's just like it, it makes for a, a kind of a special sound versus like 
just, I mean, most people play with a pick, and you don't really notice it until you hear it, like, in that really fine context, but it's, yeah. it makes a huge difference. Interesting. Like that, like that uh, deep pocket and shackles mm. that you were talking about yesterday, yeah. dude, fucking, that, like, that whole spot, just, like, the bass shines so nice in there. Mm. Yeah. Fucking... Yeah. yeah, especially with your style of music, it's so like that's. I was gonna ask ask you, Bobby, like, where, where? First of all, uh, like the new song dropped like three weeks ago, right? Yeah, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, people are, are jamming it, and that that, <coughs> that oh, outro, me. that outro is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that outro yeah. is fucking silly. That's kind it's of great. the whole point. Yeah. Uh, we were working with Josh Schrader, and cool. uh, his whole thing when we, we were talking about going into this record, like before months before we went in was just like what do you want and i you know we talked back and forth for a couple of days and by the end of it he's just like so psycho music you just want to make psycho music i'm like yeah we're yeah. just gonna just want it to be crazy shit and have fun and so anytime we get to something like that that's like oh like you know, this is a breakdown or this is just some crazy shit it's just like okay what how can we make it just like more stupid mm-hmm. <laughs> like the dumber the more it makes us laugh yeah the more we're just like that's what we're doing that's great so yeah the whole song we were just like you know, on a grid, you can slow things down, speed them up, and all that. We were just we just kept making it slower and slower and slower and slower until we were like, "How slow can you possibly go?" And my, I think my dog, <laughs> the lowest it lets us go is like twenty beats per minute. So like that whole ending, it's just like as low as it could possibly go on the computer for the sake of tracking. <laughs> just for the sake of trying it, like yeah, oh, let's just and see it what ended happens. Up being just stupid. So, it was, yeah. it's, I think yeah, when you make music, that makes people laugh. It's it's so it's nice. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been talking about doing the same thing, and we'll, we'll make people laugh when it's so like just, just so silly. ignorant. They it's, they hear it and they're like, all like, they can wow. feel is just laughter right away. It's like, oh, okay, they did it. <laughs> you know, I'm also like the, I mean, Bobby, like your, like the patterns and the speed of your kicks and the beat. I'm like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> what is, is he? Is he's he's a psycho? Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, how do you guys, how do you come up with those beats and, and those patterns? Um. I don't know. I just use a lot of a lot of it's like visual writing because we write on a, in a Donna computer versus like sitting in a room. Yeah. So a lot of the times when we're doing those breakdowns, it's just like a wall of notes. You know what I mean? So like I can slam that there, and we know we know it's gonna sound like fucked. Mm-hmm. And then we just match all the guitars and and bass to that, and you end up with this ridiculous wall of sound. So. Damn, and it's just a very silly. and now you guys uh. Like created like your own kind of unique sound because it's that style and those like really you know uh, over exaggerated uh, kicks and plus I mean you have Michael actually playing with with, with his fingers yeah I don't think I know a band other band that does that um I mean uh, Crown Magnus are mm-hmm. yeah there oh are, is Grant yeah. on is Grant Grant, plays Grant shout out right here yeah I love you you're fucking <laughs> sick but yeah um I was gonna say uh, Grant. Uh, is also a finger style player, a really, really good finger style, finger style player. Uh, and, you know, we actually, he was around when we were shooting the video for Amongst Alone Empty. And, you know, I love shooting the shit with him talking technique, gear, all that, because he really does know what he's doing. I actually try to emulate his uh, power stance on stage more often than not. <laughs> really? I, oh, it I, just looks hard. It, he really does <laughs> he just nail looks it. Hard and as see, fuck. That's, how, that's, I mean, it's not just Grant, but like, I, you know, I've been doing this for long enough that I'm like, fuck it, I can grow my hair out. So I want to learn how to. I want to get the windmill thing going on. You yeah, know? yeah, it's working be on so it. hard. Yeah, no, I mean, I would. I used to watch videos of um, Behemoth actually on stage, and they're all doing it at the same time and the so same cool. direct. Yeah, it's just fuck, so yeah. sweet, dude. Like, see, I miss windmilling. Fucking, I chopped all my hair off and donated it. 
Did you really? Yeah, yeah. That's sick. Yeah, I miss windmilling. I'm growing it back out, though. <laughs> I always thought that was again. really cool. Yeah. If like someone would like you know donate you know if you have healthy hair and you have like you know obviously have long hair you get you know donated yeah you know do the, okay so I'm just uh, I got a, a ignorant question do you so they take your hair and they they make wigs yeah wow yeah. so it's so it's real human hair yeah hmm yeah I've always wondered like with with the wigs is that real human hair or is that like both is uh, it like uh, I think it can be both but um. I'm not sure, to be honest. Uh, I did it for some, for my own personal reasons, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, you know, if I can. They just, it needed to be a certain length. I grew it to that length, and I was like, all right, see you. Cut it off. And, um, yeah, uh, just going to keep growing it out again, you know, if I can. But. Was, was, this, was the sole purpose of you growing out your hair to donate yeah, it? it was, oh, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's fucking cool. Yeah. Usually, like people grow it out. I'm like, I'm, I'm sick of this stupid hair. I'm just gonna. No, no. I, <laughs> that was like, that was like the sole purpose because I usually like rocked like a slick back haircut and yeah. Then like I grew it out to do it. And you guys, you're at that shitty stage, man. It's like right here, like like, Dude, like below. Yeah. Oh, it's why do you, oh, why do you think I've got this fucking? Hair <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it looks fine on stage. I can get it wet and it actually moves. But right now, fuck no. It's, it's at that stage, man. It's like, man, am I how how bad do I want long hair? Dude, fucking my shit's bad right now. Oh, <laughs> you look terrible. Boys man. looking rough. Yeah. <laughs> You've been on tour for a month. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Oh my. God. <laughs> you look you, you look 30 years old and been on tour for two years straight oh god I need to fix this oh I got me all self conscious now dude no you, you, I mean, you guys you guys are all handsome dude I remember like last time you were here uh, you were leaving you had like this insane schedule and yeah. I, oh I, yeah I, like, like whenever I see someone's schedule you guys were going to Asia or, and like oh yeah, like, yeah. They're, they're, they're oh right that through. was soul crushing <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, we did Australia New Zealand and Asia and it was just I think the whole time, the, the whole length we were out from the time we started, Routing Days to Chaos, and then got home from that was almost 12 weeks. Jeez, so it was like man. 80, 90 days almost. It was brutal. When we were it over there, I think was. we were there for 40 days, and we had like 28 flights in 40 days. So it was just nonstop, no sleep, just yeah, gone. Yeah, you're keying up these awkward times, and then you're all, like your, your fuse is short. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and, oh yeah. yeah. It's hard. Oh, it's, I mean, especially airports now too. Like they just, it's and I'm, most people, you will understand this. It's hard to relate to a lot of other people. But when you have like ten bags and they're all full of extremely important mm-hmm. shit, and uh, having to check all that stuff in, like it's so infuriating sometimes. Yeah. And then we lost like almost oh, all of God, our gear. Yeah. That when was we fucking flew, a, we flew a to nightmare. Singapore. Yeah. yeah, flew from New Zealand and, to Singapore. Yeah, I think at some point during our layover, we lost uh, Scoot like, Airlines. Yeah, <laughs> fuck them. Yeah. We lost like what's it called? Scoot. Yeah, yeah. Scoot. They're Airlines. literally called Scoot. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Scoot Airlines. No. 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 <laughs> yeah, we lost like fifteen thousand dollars worth of shit, and we ended up getting it back in the Philippines like a week later. We gave them our whole travel schedule, and they ended up getting it to one of the places we were at. But they didn't hit us up. I had air tags. I was using air tags to like track it, and uh, sometimes it would show up. Sometimes it wouldn't. And it happened to show up the last, like the the second to last day we were in the Philippines, and it was just like twenty miles away. And I'm like, yo, we gotta go get this shit right now. And we found it. They wouldn't. It was crazy. They would only let one person in. Uh, it was really hard to communicate. Um, 
the language barrier. So I'm trying to like language sneak, barrier. trying to sneak through this airport, like through their back hallways, with like this little pass in my phone that has a little arrow on it. It's like telling me where to go. I felt like fucking Indiana Jones trying, <laughs> to, find, <laughs> trying to find uh, some shit. But what you guys do in the meantime? We were with within destruction, mm-hmm. and yeah. they actually happened to use a lot of the same shit we did. So we were able to kind of work it out with them. Great dudes. Great. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, yeah. they came through hard with that one. Yeah. So, hey, can we use all your gear? Dude, they were super wow. trusting. Yeah. There was one show that uh, one of the countries their guitar player couldn't get into for just whatever reason, passport stuff. So, Jeez, man. Um, he let us take their whole rig for like two days and just let us use it. So yep. Yeah. Very, That's very cool. grateful for that. We didn't miss so. a single show. Howie's yeah. a god. We were freaking Love out Howie. though, yeah. Howie, oh, man. So Howie's a boy. Ripper too. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. You know? Is the I was curious if the, the the song you guys just put out. Oh yeah, also I, I heard the whole record today. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, nice. oh, yeah. oh you yeah. did. Brad did you? told Brad told me he sent it to you. Yeah, I was like, damn, this is I noticed there's a there's a lot more um it's more space. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I remember uh my one of my favorites, like there's like an outro to uh, Dream Killer. I was, like, oh, oh, yeah. I, was, I was like, man, this, this is sick, dude. Yeah, he wrote a solo for that. He came in at the, the end solo. of the yeah, yeah, I was like, okay, this is a nice vibey. Yeah. Dude, literally, like, just went into another room at the studio and just got stoned alone and cooked up. <laughs> and then every time they would come in, like, every little bit, I'd be like, how's this? David would be like, uh, that so, sucks. it's okay, but, like, you know, maybe try this. Or, like, I'm thinking, like, just mouth riffing to me the whole time. And I'm like, all right, cool. I got it. Mouth riffing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, you know thinking. that episode of uh, Aqua Teen where fucking Carl's like mouth riffing? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that, that's oh. like literally my life, dude. I swear. But it worked though, and I think uh, it was—it's a good result for sure. Just it came out naturally, and that's that's it. And yeah, we it did is. two sessions in the studio. One was like a little over a month, right up to Christmas. We got done like two days before Christmas. And then we went back for a week, and Carl came with us when we went back just to kind of hang out, get the vibe. I didn't intend on him doing anything. He was just kind of coming oh, to sick. hang out and, that's, that's and kind of get intro to how we work on things. And uh, there were just a lot of opportunities that came up for him and with being there, with him, with him being there. And uh, it's crazy to think just when we went in, we left that studio the first time. We're like, we're happy with everything. It's good. Sounds great. Uh, like we loved it, and then we came back, and it ended up even being better than it was then. Dude, just, so much shit changed. Yeah, in that like, time, we so had about a month changes, off yeah. between that time where we left and came back, and yeah, completely different in that week than what it was when we left. Yeah, it, it, it is a cool concept how you could kind of step back and like maybe kind of like have like a reset your ear and brain. Yeah, like a good reflection point, you know. That is cool because sometimes you leave and it's all done. I'm like, fuck, I wish I changed this. See, or honestly. That. As much as I'd hate to say, Gitter was right. <laughs> Gitter sent we, us back. Yeah, we, we needed to do a couple more songs, and and then and then and, and then what what were the two songs? The, the last two on the record, Faces Without Names, mm. the, the big chorus song, and then Malady, which is the outro song. Nice. And yeah, two. They ended up going really well together. We, had, we wrote. I wrote them over Christmas uh, in that month as sending shit back and forth. And then by the time we got to the studio, we were like, these songs have to be together. Like, there's just something about them that just, like... Yeah, there's, like, a feel, connection between them. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Yeah, we left. Cool. We left the first time, like, all right, boys, record's done. We fucking did it. We're back. <laughs> and then we're, we're all told from Getter, like, we have to go, you know, back up to Michigan. And we're like, what the shit are we going to do, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but by the time we were done with round two, we're like, all right, what are we cutting so these two songs can be on the record? <laughs> right. So, yeah. yeah, Dave's right. Bob's right. 
getter was right. You know, sometimes it happens. And going back was probably the best thing we did for the album because Faces Without Names has one of the bounciest choruses. Uh, I really think that's going to end up being catchy. And Malady is maybe my favorite song to play on the album now. Really, very Humanity's Last Breath inspired, and I'm yeah. a big, big you know fan of Thal. So. Yeah, really, really happy with how those two turned out. Yeah, it's funny with that band. It's just so many bands. Like, it ends up being accidentally inspired by like. Yeah, them, I guarantee like, it wasn't on purpose. No, but, yeah, like, no. It's it's just an interesting thing, like how those kind of just come out like that. Like, but yeah, that's faces. Uh, ended up being my favorite song. So it's good, cool. Good on Gitter. <laughs> yeah, sometimes they're right, and uh, sometimes yeah. as humans, like we need we need we need to be pushed. Yeah. I, I was over Christmas. I was so, like, I wasn't upset with people. I was just upset. I'm like, man, like, we just put, a, like, a whole record together pretty much from scratch in a month. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm like, I don't know where my brain's going to go. It might sound like mm. something completely different because mm-hmm. I'm out of the studio now. And uh, it was sick. I sent shit to Dave, and I was like, I don't like this. And he was like, I really like it. And I'm like, all right, we're going to go with it. Yeah, and dude. by the end of it, it was great. So. He, sold, uh, <laughs> he sent me a melody, and I was like, bro. That chorus is going to fuck so hard. And he was like, you think? And I'm like, bro, hold up. And I like, I started fucking adding some fucking layers to it. And I'm like, "Lo, yo, listen to this. Mm-hmm. And fucking, he's like, all right, all right, hold on, let me cook. And I'm like, all right, all right. <laughs> he sends me it back. I'm like, see, well, this is going to be a single. Watch. It's going to be. And then fucking, it's the uh, last one that we release. Well, huh. one of the last ones. I forget. Uh, yeah, it's the third like one, or, the third, or is it the fourth yeah, one? Or, I, I, I thought we were only. I think it's the third one. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> we got too much shit going Eventually, on. Eventually, we, we, we has, right now. We yeah. goes crazy like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm still hiding. What's coming out right now? Fuck it. <laughs> I wish. Well, I just just big red could. button. Just fuck it. Surprise drop. <laughs> Sony would show up. <laughs> What you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> when's, cool. when, when's the record going to drop? July 26th. July 26th. It hasn't been announced yet, so Sick. so we'll see. Yeah. Depending on when this comes out. But, yeah. Yeah. It's going out tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're all fucked. You're like you heard it first. You heard it first. It sucks. Yeah. yeah. My understanding is what this episode's going to be released right around. I don't know. I don't know, Me but either. For, not for a while. So not whenever. So whether, maybe released. never. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never <laughs> know. But this is this is only for there's, us. There's uh, <laughs> the reason I'm asking is just because you know Bob said the the release date. So I'm like, okay, another cool tidbit of info. People don't realize that the single we released three weeks ago that's the title track. Yeah, as of right now. Yeah, because we haven't oh, really? the record yet. Yeah, yeah it's like a little coming. Easter egg that's like right in your face. It's like this is the the title of the new record. And you just don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> Lambda even mean? got it wrong, and I couldn't correct them. They said Signs of the Swarm drops new standalone single, and I'm just kind of sitting here like, hey, are you sure about that? Guys, <laughs> <laughs> really? sit back and just let, let, let that happen. So yeah. what is, I was going to ask you guys, what is uh, Amongst the Low and Empty mean? Uh, it's all Dave's concept. Um, it's about dwelling amongst low and empty people and surviving um, I referenced this from like some low points that I had in my upbringing. Um, uh, really don't want to dive too deep into that right now. Um, but um, I wanted to express that pain can forge you into something good. And being around all like shitty things and shitty circumstances that you have no control over, 
You know what I mean? Like, I mm-hmm. wanted to express that it, like, even being around shitty people, fucking, you could still be good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that, and that's that's a great concept. I mean, I mean, I I feel I feel, I feel that way. Like, you know, there's you know bad moments in 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 your life or like low moments that that you have or being around certain kind of people that might be you know shitty or uh, mm-hmm. but the, it it makes you want to be a better person you know like you, you, you kind of have like these like two roads you know it's like this makes you something this makes you want to be you know i just want to be like a, a decent person you know yeah and then and then great great comes from it for it's like especially when talking about like any kind of art or any kind of like anything like I said, kind of like uh, I always had this conversation with, with my lady. Like those like painful moments are kind of like it's what fuels, or any kind of darkness kind of fuels. Yeah, that, like I feel like, like art, I feel like that art needs some darkness to it to shine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Truly. Yeah, I mean that was a lyric from a song on our last record, and mm-hmm. we thought it was so cool. And I was like, that's a great record title. Like, well, it was, yeah. a, it was a different, it was worded a little bit differently, but I was like, yeah. that would be a great record title. And so we kind of took that theme and was just like, every, every song we were thinking about, like, whether it's the, the riffs or the whatever, or the instruments and the, the vocals, is like, does that feel like dark and, and low and empty? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, does music give you that feeling? And just like, there's pa- all these parts in the, where the music, and the vocals like lyrically line up like with what's happening so mm-hmm. it's kind of like he's referencing almost sounds that are being made musically but with what he's singing about so like parts that repeat you have like all that shit like closer and closer with all these sounds getting closer and closer like oh yeah all these cool. um i'm trying to think of the the big one but like low and empty i mean there's all these effects we put in the record in the songs where it sounds like the song's kind of like the life's being sucked out of everything that's like, these explosion sounds and stuff they're like um, that's probably like those record stopping kind of sounds where it sounds like everything's dying out. It's like all of that kind of references that feeling of like low and empty, you know what I mean? Like try, great. try to make it feel like you're being sucked into this thing. And then the cover art was that was the idea too. So it's all just like you're being sucked into this fucking <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this like pit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I hopefully think... people could get that vibe, but that's what we felt about it. So it was just cool to like see that all happen, you know piece by piece that's great like you really you know took like you know humans um, uh, human emotion has made it to a sound which is really hard to do but it's kind of, that's kind of what we do yeah you know and then you make, you make like, like a concept around it you know yeah. it's hard it's hard it to is. do it when you think about it it mm-hmm. happens the best when you don't think of course about it. of course that's what's cool and yeah. you know, like it's done you're like oh shit this is what you know this, this is what it means i was gonna ask you guys something by my uh is that thing ready what thing? The bowl? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's, go. Let's go. <laughs> He's ready. I was gonna I'm not ready, but that's but that's why I'm I'm gonna do it. Guys <laughs> said he wanted more smoke, so more smoke you are, gets. So. Something I noticed about life, you are never ready. And you just gotta do it. Literally. <laughs> you you gotta raw dog life sometimes, man. <laughs> oh my god. So gotta ask, how was Chaos and Carnage this year? Dude, it was fucking sick. Hell yeah. It was it was uh it kinda started off rocky, but the tour ended on such a high note. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Of, All the content I was seeing looked great, dude. Fucking it looked like everybody was having a fucking blast. Yeah, man. I missed that tour. Right. <laughs> we got we didn't get to see it because we were on the road, but Yeah. Yeah. Sick. Yeah, uh, you know, not nothing against Lorna Lon- Lon- Shore at all. I fucking love those guys. But you know, last year, I mean, when, when people talk, I I know and I, I listen. So when like he's like, oh, you know, that tour did well because of that band. So we kind of have to do it again. 
Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's like, well, all right, fuck you guys, we're gonna do it again and draw more people. Yeah, no, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's like, it's like uh, Jimi Hendrix said, you kind of constantly just remind people, just kind of remind me and I mean, mind. And there's mm-hmm. there's some shows where obviously like uh, like the package we did last year like was really good. Like last year, uh, Atlanta was sick last year, and then this year mm-hmm. not not as many people showed up. But then it's like California shows, way more people showed up. Mm-hmm. And dude, it was fucking badass, man. And yeah. uh, if, if if the guys are so if if, the, if my guys are stoked, like the band and the fans are stoked, dude, I, that's what gets me pumped up. And oh yeah, dude. it was it was sick. Just Wait. had to show everyone who the OGs are. <laughs> <laughs> he'd say, he'd say, I'm old. I'm not that old. You know? And by, by that, I mean I'm old. <laughs> no, I feel that, though. We have these shows where we're like, oh, yeah, we man. come off stage and we're like, man, like, that was kind of ass or whatever. But the crowd is having fun all the time. So it's like, that's, that's cool. That's Makes what up for it. I mean, yeah, that's literally everything, dude. Like, what, what venue is that right there? Do you remember? This is House of Blues, Anaheim. This oh, was, oh, I knew shit. it looked familiar. This I was, loved that place last year. This was the last I'm show. I'm sad we're not hitting it this time. I'm really bummed, honestly. Make up for uh, House of Blues, Chicago. Dude. <laughs> the show was great. It sold oh, out. Yeah, the crowd was, was beautiful. Show. It's Staff just, great. we were had van troubles. We were two hours late. No. I think we got food poisoning, too. That shit is the worst. But oh, as far, as, as, far as, as a set and a show, it was, it was a really cool experience. And the House of Blues, Chicago, was a beautiful venue. But yeah, by the end of that night, we were all just shot. <laughs> Get us out of Chicago. Oh, shit. There's always one dude in a banana suit. <laughs> Yo, who was in a somebody was in a banana suit yesterday? Yeah, yeah. someone they was in a banana suit yesterday. Yeah. Someone was in a Brian, banana suit. Brian from Entheos had a banana suit on uh, at their hometown <laughs> show. He's someone else in Seattle had one, I think. It like, might have been him too. What if all these are just Brian? Oh He's my just, god! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are, pe- are people showing up in costumes, or they, do they have it in like a bag? I mean, it's, no, it's, I see people show up in them. There's this okay. kid, Justin. Not a kid; he's probably as old as us. There's yeah. this dude, Justin. Uh, Jesus. He has a twin. Yeah, he has a twin brother. He's like famous as like Metal Jesus. He goes to all the shows with Metal Jesus because he just has that face. Where? where Saint, was he? he comes all around. I'm pretty sure we always see him in like St. Louis, like, like the Midwest. Yeah, he's come. Like, I mean, he's come down to like more south than that. I'm okay. sure. But I think I've seen them at the WC in Chicago like twice. But yeah, I mean, it's a bit of a hike for them. They don't normally make it if it's like. Yeah, but we see them everywhere, and he's always. And then I think he has like an Instagram now that's like dedicated to him Sick. or something. So, yeah. And this is not the weed talking, but I've seen Jesus twice on his past tour. <laughs> it was, once one was Chicago. It was probably him. It, it was probably it, him, yeah. dude. It might have been him. It might have been. He is. All, he's got the white robe. Yeah, the, red the, sash, the, ro- yeah the robe and the mustache and the long hair. Dude, that's, he looks, that's him. Looks just like that's Jim. Him. Cavi- oh, shout out the dude. guy who played him in in way way back, Jim Caviezel, something like that. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, no, no one ever. Okay, well, I guess I'm the only one whose mom watched uh, Jesus movies growing up. <laughs> like actual, like See, not Passion of the Christ, but similar to that. You know, always talking about the Last Supper and the crucifixion and shit. Gosh, uh, what, uh, oh. did you did you grow up in a uh, I was raised Catholic. Oh, Catholic. Is that him? Um, there he is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he did play him in Passion of the Christ. Okay. But, yeah. What a brutal <laughs> movie. That yeah. movie. Tough. Have you seen that movie? Yes. Tough is... Well, I was, you know... Yeah, I was raised Catholic. I wasn't allowed to watch it as a child. Even my parents were like, this is too much. But eventually, I went back and saw it. But, yeah, was raised Catholic. Obviously, not practicing any sort of religion now. But, you sure. know, it's just, you know, it's just the environment I was in. So, I was around... Um, like a lot of you know events in the mm-hmm. in the Catholic Church, there are sacraments, you know, first communion, confirmation, baptisms. I got a lot of cousins, you know, so 
you know, they were coming to my events. We had to go to all of their events. Uh, so, yeah, around the Catholic Church a lot, very familiar with the imagery of Jesus and all that. Dude, I, my parents were pretty, pretty lax, but a funny story. I kind of had the same thing at one point, and uh, all of my sick band merch, including a Suicide Silence shirt, got burned because I wasn't allowed to have it. So and now I'm sitting here with you. So that's fucking wait, hilarious. Wait, so someone in your family burned yeah, your band yeah, t-shirts? They, yeah, they, they thought it was all satanic shit. Damn. How how old are you? Then middle school, high school, maybe. Burn the band t-shirt. Yeah. That's a brutal I, picture. Dude. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Oh fuck. That actually yeah. happened. That shit scared me when I saw that shit back in the day. <laughs> yeah, it's tough as hell. Okay. Oh my goodness. I don't. Yeah, my parents never burnt my band T-shirts. That would devastate me. I was bummed. It was brutal. That, that that's well, yeah. that's money of, too. Yeah, OG shit. What now. the fuck? Yeah. I mean, not even that, dude. Like, shit, Slipknot. I'm not trying to be like super deep, but like that's kind of like a, it was a sense of identity, and they just kind of burned that. So I'm sorry you went through that. That's oh, super dude, shitty. It, I didn't do that. I now I think it's silly, but I, I was a kid. Yeah, I'm gonna think it's you know it's not the suicide silence shirt. No, what no. am I gonna wear on Fridays for <laughs> pizza day? You needed, oh, dude. Oh, you you no. needed five band shirts, so like, I'm wear this on Monday. Yeah, I'm gonna wear this to school on Tuesday. Yep. Dude, I had you a know. mud vein, like a gray mud vein long sleeve, which is why I thought that was so sick. sick. And yeah, I was, I'd wear that shit like three or four days a week. Dude, <laughs> that's <middle> sick. <laughs> I just put other shirts on over it, you know, and then have the sleeves. That's I'd dope. Keep wearing it. Did you guys ever do like the thing where uh, I forgot the name of them, but they have they're like those felt belts, and you let, let you let the uh, end hang, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. middle school. Yeah. Yeah. Jay, pull up those belts, dude. Fabric yeah, belts. pull them up. Pull, pull fabric up. belts. Yeah, they're, uh, they're like some kind of fabric, right? And and they came yeah. in different colors. And yeah, and, and I belt. always had the dark green one, you, dude. Like yeah. this. The, the, the loop there it is and then and then the buckle you could choose a letter that people you either choose their oh first name God. or their last name remember that dude my See, two best friends used like to just a, give me the double like the double clamps you know what I'm talking about and you had a fish hook them through and yeah just like let it hang from there yeah oh my god I'm taking so me back man. oh excuse me no I never I never wore those as a kid I should have never eaten canes for breakfast. I should have never eaten canes for breakfast. What'd you wear? 30 a.m. <laughs> I, well, see, I was in middle school. I didn't really have any fucking sense of fashion. You know what I mean? Uh, so I wasn't wearing a belt. My parents weren't, like, sagging or nothing like that. I was wearing an appropriate sized pair of pants. I just didn't start adding a belt to my outfits until maybe high school when I started to really care about how I dressed. <laughs> and look. Jesus. The camo, though. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. oh man! See that's what see that's oh, what I did. That's literally yeah, what I did in, in that's... junior high school. I, I had a long chain wallet. With a little metal yeah, so chain wallet. Yeah, 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 I used yeah. to think chain walls were cool as fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, I gotta bring out the chain wallet. Dude. It's hard, dude. There's it is nothing wrong with that. Suicide sounds dude. chain wallets. Bring it back. Nothing dude, screams. Sick. I listen to Deftones like that. <laughs> fucking <laughs> that's that's so true. You'll see that's that guy sick. turnstile. Dude, that's so cool. Yeah, you let yeah just, just like oh. that you you wear, you wear dickies, and let and let, let the belt hang. I had a G, and I and my belt would match the color of whatever new metal shirt I was wearing. Hell oh. yeah! So if I was like a, a slip my shirt, it would be a red belt. If it was a corn shirt, it would be like a tan, like because I had like this Paul <laughs> Lear shirt in like eighth grade. I was really proud of. Just at that time, we right there. That's fucking sick, well, that's dude. Cool. Throwback. Wait, who is Throwback. this? Last? I don't know. Me? I've been waiting for it. Oh, you! Oh, yeah, you're, shit! Yeah, you're near. I'm sorry. Damn! Shouldn't have smoked that shit. He's I'm parked on the grass. It's funny that you guys brought up Catholic. I, I, I was raised Catholic, but yeah, you just got like, I'm pretty lucky. My parents allowed me to like, I guess you'd say, walk away from it. 
you know? And uh, I haven't been to uh, a church since. <laughs> Unless it was, yeah, it was a show. Either. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all the best venues are church venues. Right. right? <laughs> it's kind of funny how that works. Preserving Underground. Um, you guys played that on Chaos and Carnage this year, didn't you? Preserving the yes. new room. How was that? It's pretty sick. It's a cool room. Uh, their concept is new. Like, they, they literally attach the record store mm-hmm. to... It's, it's, in, yeah. it's in the venue. See, they used to have a smaller venue downstairs. I heard. Yeah, and then, like, the record store was attached upstairs, and, dude, fucking, it's done so much for our local community and stuff. Really? Yeah. Yeah, the very first yeah. show they ever threw was that uh, Body Snatcher headliner, and it sold out. We were there. It was nuts, dude. We're super lucky to practice there before we do tours, so that's, like, our spot. You guys practice Yeah, there? shout yeah. out yeah. AJ, dude. Yeah. Fucking so we would, shout out Preserving. We love yeah. you. We would practice in the basement. For a couple of years, we practiced in the basement. Because um, the way we work is, like, we just get together before tours. We don't really practice, like, mo- weekly, month by month or anything. So yeah. we just kind of trust everybody to do their shit, and then we just show up and make sure everybody's doing it. So That's cool. So it's a lot more cost-effective for us to just book a place when we need to practice. And he is, hooks it up. So we actually got to practice on that stage like a day before the the body center show like they were still plugging shit in building the riser when yeah. we showed up day <laughs> yeah and we're hanging out and like so it was nice for us to kind of like see that happen over all these years and then also mm-hmm. good for them because they got to test their fucking shit out you mm-hmm. know before the show which is cool that's so sick so that's the spot that's the spot for didn't sure. didn't the person that that's running that he was in a previous band correct he's in a couple bands he's in face wreck which is like a like a like it's i don't it's not necessarily meant to be funny but it's just like I uh, it's so insane high. that it's funny <laughs> yeah. I'll, skip, I'll skip to the next, next round no uh, he like wears rollerblades on stage and just goes hard as fuck and that's scary but, uh, dude for real break your ankles on that one dude oh, oh, he's been God. in and out of bands but that's yeah like the most i'm trying to think one. of the trying to think i'm spacing on it he's, so he's been running shit since i was a kid like right. him and this one other dude were the guys that i knew booking shows in the city mm. and i i live like an hour out of the city so for me it was like i'm very thankful to those people for doing that and he's still doing it i mean that was 12 years ago since i met those dudes so damn yeah um your i mean your, your community kind of needs like a really cool venue that's not like that's uh, how do you say it? It's not like official. Yeah, you know, it's, it's not like like I'm a house of blues. Uh, there is this mm-hmm. place, uh, Stage A E, or uh, yeah, it's, Stage it's like a yeah. really big venue. Yep. Where yeah, it's like, and you kind of need like that in between that really gets like the like Stage E is kind of like the goal venue. Like we all grew yeah. up going to that. That's like all the big ass shows. Yeah, like there. that's yeah. like where you go see Meshuggah. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, I, yeah, I saw Meshuggah there. Actually, I went to my first ever real metal concert there. <laughs> was Gojira and Mastodon, ironically, since yeah. they're both on tour right now, with each other. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, there's, there's an inside and outside, right? Yeah, the stage actually, oh, yeah. my understanding is that the stage actually rotates. Yeah, oh. so behind it is the outside. It's just a big-ass bay door. But. What a, this person, whoever created this, must have been high. You know what, <laughs> I'm going to make a venue It's going to be attached. There's going to be two, one stage, but outside is... It's be, Behind the stage, and that's a pretty cool concept, man. You gotta get the yeah. job done. That's a very creative brain, right there. Yeah, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of in between spots now. It's in hard. Pittsburgh. It's like so preserving. There's the Roxy and stage. Uh, yeah, which Mr. even Smalls. that's a, yeah. I mean, Roxy gets up there as far as capacity. So I think also he's just doing everything right. Like the way they treat people, the way they treat their staff, Damn. which in turn the way that their staff treats 
you as a musician and the crowd and it's yeah it's awesome it's very much built on respect you know what i mean and, and yeah. like trust it's not like fucking sh weird shady venue shit as it can be sometimes you know so yeah this is good he's doing a good thing yeah it's great like he like someone's nice to you especially from a venue it stays with you forever yeah true exactly. it's yeah. just it's like oh my that that venue sick with that person was was nice to me and it's, it's funny how that just stays with you Show those shows are always the best those shows are always the best dude like because you know going into it it's going to be a good day you show up with a good attitude everyone's mm -hmm. got a good yep. attitude mm. and then the crowd's great because they want to be there and, or you have the shows where you have like the really horrible sound guy or really <laughs> bad person and that shit stays with you forever yeah, too yeah, yeah. you're like oh Jerry the guy that does sound here was he didn't plug me in last time didn't even mic my cab up fuck <laughs> oh yeah you remember real quick you don't forget that mm. it could go it could go both ways either way <laughs> someone's nice to you stays with you someone's mean to you stays always there's gonna be some rumors about me pulling up about me me, <laughs> me being an asshole i i but oh, th nice. so this, this this is oh yeah that, that, that's the well the, the record store but he so, has a so i bought a sick shirt here yeah it was it was a, a skinless baseball tee dude i saw it i'm like shit. i was like whoa i have to buy this really this cool concept cool. man really it's fresh too yeah i i can't think of any other place i've seen with like the becker store would you say it's attached or in the venue it's like you could go in, you you could be it's in the venue really yeah because yeah, you're in the bigger if you're in the biggest room there it's technically in the venue yeah that's they open the, yeah. they have these huge sliding doors because it was a church and they open that and it just turns into the hallway and then right across the hallway is the uh the record, the record store. store it's dope and i think the hardcore museum they have is downstairs still but they had like all oh, kinds saw that. of shit down there, like uh, Vinnie Paul drumsticks, like from back in the day, like a bunch of shit donated from Code Orange and stuff. So. That's sick. It's cool. I had a, I had a question. Uh, I I didn't ask this last time, but that song off the last record, Death Whistle. Yeah. Is that like the Mexican whistle? Yeah. Yeah. It is Aztec, right. Yeah. It, that that's the so that's the Aztec yeah. whistle. Yeah. Jay, can, can you pull can you pull it up? Dude, that was what we were looking at. I don't remember how that happened. Um, we were looking at that thing oh, is terrifying. It, mm. Yeah, see, like we were like trying to figure out something that was like a call to arms. You mm. know what I mean? And we were like, what's something that's fucking terrifying in war? You know what I mean? And then we went back to some Aztec stuff. Yeah. And then came across the death whistle. And then we were like, yo, what if this like. We put the Summon. sound in there. Yeah, we actually yeah. put the noise in the song. Oh my god! We got a sample of it. Yeah, if so I can, that, that last breakdown. I watched this video to try to find. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> You're yep. like, this is it. Yeah. We we because there's different ones and they make different sounds. Mm -hmm. So the, there's a really high pitch one that we use. Im imagine being alive during that time and hearing that. That's what I'm saying. It's I'm fucking terrifying. The most terrifying bro. thing you could even. Oh my goodness, dude. The, the... But it's honestly like. That's crazy. Thinking about it, it's entirely possible that we sampled this video and fucking tuned the, the pitch up, and that's what's in the, the song. Like, yeah. <laughs> Truly. Like, I, there, I don't remember a, where there is, there, was a, there is a variable where that could be a possibility. Yeah. That we just listened to the, the reference of what we used. Yeah. That might be the video that that's I sick. took that from and then just pitched it. Well, that's sick. Because yeah. yeah. I remember getting a, I, I can, like, visualize the sample on my computer. I have no idea where I got it from. But I remember that video. 
<laughs> yeah, because you could adjust the pitch. Yeah, you make yeah. Me a so it's super higher. high pitch, and then just like a bunch of reverb, so it sounds like this huge wall of people screaming. Whoa. It's terrifying. You uh, you could put in a stereo and yeah, you'll hear it tonight. Oh yeah, because uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. it, it cuts through the PA like crazy. It's am I like, am I going to war right now? What the fuck? Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> oh shit! And dude. people be like beating the shit out of each other to that shit yeah, too. You know what I mean? It's so sick. Th- th- I mean, that is something that music does. It's like this, you're just awakening. It's like, it's like a fucking primal thing. Yeah. You know? Truly. And, and how, what, what's more primal than a death whistle, dude? That's, That's what I'm saying, bro. And big, boomy drums. Yeah, right? <laughs> I love that shit. Yes, yeah, especially now with like, uh, with the, you guys have maintained like the, like the, like the crazy factor, especially with, like, with the drums. To me, like, the drums just stick out. It's like, man, what is Bobby on right now? And then, like, you, but yeah, there's, like, there's still an appropriate amount of space. It's badass to, 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 because that's, that's what makes people move, you know? Yeah. That, like, trying to, figure, trying to get that, like, dynamic. Yeah, we write music guitar first for the most part, unless we have, like, a sample idea or something, but it's mm-hmm. usually just, like, guitar in hand, riff, and then mm-hmm. drums, and then. So <coughs> I try to leave a lot of room for Dave because he's got a very unique voice. Yes. And so we try to give him. Why doing this, dude? Yeah, we try to give him a lot of room to just spit and have fun. So. Yeah. yeah sometimes you, you might uh, psych yourself out. You're like, is this too much space? Yeah. Shit. See, I honestly, that, yeah. if I can, there'll be times where like I'm like, man, I'm not doing enough. Oh, man, is that too much space? I'd be shitting. I'd be overthinking it too much. Yeah, dude. If I can quit the band. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. No, no. This is it. No one's allowed to leave ever. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> if I, I got fucking contracts. No, oh, my goodness. You guys you guys don't have those, those thoughts or feelings? What? About no. Oh, no, I mean, not never really quitting. Like, mm. I think, I think I'm about, doing... I think about a time where there's been times older. where I'm like, fuck off, we're not talking for a month after, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, after we just did the twelve weeks, it's like, it's like you look at each other and you're like, respectfully, we're not talking to each other for a week, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, you know what sure. I mean? Like, yeah. there's like those like moments, you know what I mean? But never. It's just quit. He- it's healthy too. I mean, you yeah. really don't spend. I mean, even like you know being like wifed up pretty much you don't spend that much time with anybody right so when we spend True. this much time together it's nice to have some time to step away yeah, <laughs> yeah. but never quit yeah exactly yeah, yeah. death cordial death baby <laughs> oh <my laughs> i do think about a time where i'm yes. too old to, to play like that fast you know i'm like well what am i gonna do i'm like well i'll just fucking sit there robotic and, arms yeah, no or something kick, bro ai drummer no kicks just rocking it out <laughs> Oh my goodness, dude! Well, you can switch to playing quiet riot style, you know, style beats, then we could actually make some real fucking money. <laughs> That'd be Come sick. on, feel the noise. We call that the money beat too. Anytime we put that shit yeah. in the song, we're like, "Oh, we're trying to make some fucking money today. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make some real money." Trying, I'm trying to get, get out that top ramen, dude. <laughs> <laughs> top no, ramen, deathcore. Oh, now we can actually sit down yeah. and order the ramen. Deathcore ramen, dude. Come on. Ramen, I'm more at like 50 cent oh, fucking yeah. oatmeal oh, right now. Who is this right now? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, like right. Oatmeal too, dude. Oatmeal. I just said oh, every night. I should have known that. Dude, come on, feel the noise. You can't fuck with that beat, dude. Come on. Yeah, it's a cover. Dude, imagine cover. dressing like yeah. that now. The rock version, I just learned this the other day. The rock version of Come On, Feel the Noise is a cover. I did not know that. 
<laughs> Jay, what? All I saw was cock. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing, man? It'll work. Yeah, so come on the nod or come on so the noise. Who is it then? Come uh, on the nod. I don't remember. I don't remember the. Uh, oh wait, yeah. is it is it really C U M? Yeah, it is actually spelled. Oh wow! Like, okay, come. I I didn't know that either. But see, you but it doesn't count because they spell noise with a Z, so they're oh. cool. <laughs> but yeah, this is. I think it was a a folkier, you know, song originally. Uh, definitely not. Definitely not quite right. But yeah, I, I, I didn't know that until like maybe a week ago either. So are they? So, so they're. Wait. So what? What? So what kind of music is Slade? Uh, definitely more classic. I honestly, classic. I, I Slade. just listen to you know the chorus to be like, is this actually a cover? But uh, oh shit! Yeah, All English right, English rock from the seventies. So you can imagine like. Love your vape. I'll take it quick, so we don't get flagged. <laughs> This is sick. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. So it's. I get, uh, I, wow. Oh, nice beard. Oh, they, but they, they have style, though. We That's got, a look. We got top hats. All right. We got to get top hats, boys. <laughs> is there a deathcore band that had top hats on? No. Nope. Not yet. So, all right. So, Michael, she's, you're, you're already playing bass with your fingers. Mm. It's time to bring on the top hat. Time to bust out the top hat? Yeah. Playing Gosh. fucking talks top just hat, like. like all just like way up here, like a very classical, respectable bass player, just like. Dun, 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 dun. Oh my god! Hey, no. hey Jay, uh, look up when this version of the song came out. I'm guessing. Actually, that's the Wikipedia right there with the image. Hey, Wiki. Wiki. It's right. You passed it. It's fine. Oh, there you go. 1973. Damn. Yeah, well, that, I learned something today. Today, thank you, Mike. I appreciate that. Dude, uh, uh, music in the '60s and the, in the early '70s, holy moly, Slade, whole other level. Mm, ten years later, Quiet Riot. There you go. Ten years isn't a lot of time to to fucking pass. I was just thinking that too. Ten years, yeah. huh? I was just thinking uh, yesterday when we uh, confirmed we're all we're gonna hang out. I'm like, I mean, damn, they like those seven months. It was eight months ago. Like that sh- shit flew by. I know. Yeah. Right? I was like, that was not eight months ago. Yeah, we were talking about doing the Garza podcast. You know, a couple of days ago, and I was like, again already. <laughs> it's been oh months. fuck! It's been since long upon time. a burning body. That was. Yeah. I mean, we were here. In that August. was our last tour. I can't believe it's. We did so much touring. We did a year straight of touring. That by the time we we got done, yes, yeah, so it's almost been that same amount of time now that we weren't on tour. It's like crazy how fast it goes. I mean, fuck. It's been almost two years since we started hitting the road again hard together. It's nuts, man. Truly. It just goes. It's great to, like, be around you guys. You guys seem like you have a, uh, you guys have level heads, which is, you know, it's always like, you know, people are going to go crazy. People are going to think, think about quitting. That's why, that's why I asked you. I just like asking this question. You know, we're, we're all different. I thought about quitting the band 20 times la- la- last week. But yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just normal. It's normal fucking thoughts, you know. Yeah, yeah. Sad, sadness, happiness, stoked. Yeah. Um, but you guys help. You guys are fucking all, all pumped, man. It's, it's cool. It's a, it's a cool to see. And it's also, um, it's also a pleasure to meet you, Carl. And you seem, Dude, you, you, you're, like, like you really fit in, in the band very well. Thank you, man. I, I, I watch some videos. I'm not... I don't go into this thing blind. I'm like, oh, you know, it feels like they have a good time. Like, you always already have the uh, synergy. 
you know. Hive mind, baby. Hive mind. We're all in it. <laughs> we feel it. We do it. Yeah, it's, no, it's, crazy. it's very appreciated, man. It was great to meet you as well. Yeah, man. Thank you Honor. for having me here and having us here, of course. Yeah, anytime, man. I mean, I, I literally cannot believe that was set seven months ago. By the time this comes out, probably be looking in like the 10-month range. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's hard to pause time. It's, 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 really, it's really hard. It's yeah. really hard. We've been trying to get married I for know, so dude. long. We're, no, really? us, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we've been trying to get married. We've both been okay. individually trying to get married. I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> trying I'm to work it, work around all the the touring and, and the studio and everything. It's it's a lot, dude. It's a lot to fucking figure out. So, okay, so are you guys married yet? No, no. I get married in September. Yeah, and we're planning for October. So we're we just both happen we happen to have a month off of mm-hmm. touring. So we're like. I mean, that's the time I wanted to get married anyways, thankfully. Okay. But, yeah, it's crazy. We were just like, all right, let's do this. Let's fucking... Just because, I mean, this is our jobs, ours, obviously. So we have to take yeah. shit as it comes. And, yeah. And uh, so, yeah. Figure yeah, it out. But. I just, I mean, I know, like, it's it's tough, like, because you had a, a tough time scheduling, like, like, your weddings. But, I mean, if it was me, I'm saying, I want to schedule September, October. Those, those are... Potential touring <laughs> months. Well, yeah. So we're, we already oh. have stuff booked out for that time. So, yeah. oh. so that's what we're working. See, in luckily oh, the band that we got with, uh, they were like, we like will move our tour a little bit to accommodate your guys's weddings. Yeah, and it was cool. it was really cool that they did that for us. That's, that's um, great. I'm not sure if like I could say who it is because of the timeline of this sure. being released yeah, yeah. and stuff, but I'll yeah. tell you about it later. Sick. But, um. Yeah, fucking, I'm really appreciative that they did that, though, so we could, like, actually hit that timeline, you know what I mean? Get in a good fall season tour, yeah. you know? Um, so, we're luckily, we didn't have to miss out on any opportunities, right. either way. You yeah, know? yeah. It's just great. You guys are getting married. Right, Crazy. dude? <laughs> I mean, now, we've, I've known him for a long time, but we've been in this band now for, like, five, maybe six years yeah. together. So, yeah, I mean, from then to now, it's going to be crazy. Right. I've been with my fiance for like twelve years. Twelve years getting married, so whoa. Yeah. What, what? But I've been touring the whole time since we got together, so it's been like just work, you know. What was the year that you're like, okay, like I want to marry this person? Honestly, I knew this is super cheesy. I knew immediately I wanted to marry. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, it. it just I put all my time and energy into this that I can. You know, we yeah. all do. So yeah. it's like just I think the pandemic said a lot of things. Uh, changed a lot of things made me realize some stuff made me appreciate being home actually because I, sure. I had to because I wasn't home for so long yeah so like forced uh, probably a lot of people I know had a lot of problems with that you know on both to, ways to, yeah to learn to to be appreciative of what you have when everything else is fucking taken away <laughs> so, totally but yeah yeah I mean that that time period probably made some relationships stronger and others probably realized no this is not gonna mm-hmm. I mean COVID yeah. for me I mean I had a child through COVID pretty much did you really? yeah so I have, I have a two year old boy now his name's Everett um, nice. so yeah pretty much being gone um, from touring and not being able to play music it was like alright well I guess it's that that time in life now to get it going and it happened and it's like it's the best thing on top of doing this like that's what makes this stuff more rewarding in you know in a job level it's like oh shit I have a person at home to to be there for so doing this stuff makes it ten times more worth it for sure does that uh is having a because I don't have a child yet I'm to be honest I'm terrified in my bones oh, did, me too dude does, uh, <laughs> I'm terrified <laughs> does, I mean uh, 
do you find it helps you like get more like focused with, with, with what with what you're doing with with the guys? Yeah, definitely. Like it, it, it's a weird dynamic because his mother and I aren't together. Uh, without going into crazy detail, but she's a great mom. She does everything that she can for him. Um, and obviously doing this tour stuff kind of sucks for her because I'm gone and she just takes care of him alone pretty much. Mm. But um, it definitely makes like wanting to do things more make sense a little bit more. It's like we yeah. just got to give it all right now. We just got to do it all. Like thinking about that guy back at home, it's like mm -hmm. this is just it 100% or nothing. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not old, quote unquote, but like I can't fucking struggle and do this shit forever anymore. So it's like we just got to give it all and and do it man so having him is definitely a fuel to the fire but in like a good way obviously oh yeah like, great yeah it's, it's it's definitely uh made me a different person in the past couple of years having a, having a little dude at home man it's crazy your your dad's weird huh? i'm a fucking dad <laughs> yes weird. it's it's really really weird but he radiates uh, dad energy yeah it's really <laughs> the dad jokes are just look at that shirt. just look at what i'm wearing dude <laughs> like, carl's definitely a dad i am a dad but it's sick man i it's my favorite uh it's my favorite thing that I do over riffing and over everything. It's being a dad. It's like it's cool, top notch for sure. When you're when you got like the news where you're like terrified, you're like, oh, oh no, I was shitting my pants, man. It was the craziest thing because I was like, oh, you know, I, I, I didn't really want to have a kid. Like, I, was, I was scared, man. It wasn't like, you know, I, I met her and I was like, yeah, this is we're gonna have a kid. Like sick. Like I never wanted one before. And dude, it's crazy. <laughs> it's <Man>. fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm fucking dreading that that news man but but yeah but but, but still like oh uh, it's, it's cool it's crazy uh how when you live your life for somebody else it just there's something i can't put words to it you know it, either like a, a girlfriend or a future wife or uh or 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 a new a newborn child it just makes you more focused this makes you like it, i think it helps you get you out of yourself i was just about to say i feel like i'm still honestly stuck in that a little bit like as much as like i want to live for myself and do music and do all this stuff it's also mm -hmm. having him in the back of my mind oh i mean not sure. the back of my mind but always there as like a a thought i can't live for me anymore i can't yeah. do this i'm like i gotta make sure it's about him and not it's me great. anymore so it's definitely hard to separate when you're used to that for all of your life, just about yourself, pretty much. I know. So it's, it's for me that's like the hardest thing. I think is just not thinking of myself for once and being like, oh shit, you know, like I got a dude. I got to make sure he's all right, you know. Fuck, yeah. Forget about me for a little bit, you know. And yeah, I always see you on the phone talking to a little dude. <laughs> yeah, it's killing it. Yeah, it's a lot to balance, I'm sure. But yeah. we riff for the kids. We riff. <laughs> we are riffing for the, for Everett, only Everett, <laughs> no one else. No, it, 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 it's great because especially like the like the life we chose, we are literally wired to be selfish as fuck. Yep, that's just how we're wired. So when you have an opportunity to, yeah. it's the other person like makes you kind of help re rewire fucking your your fucking being it's, yep. it's it's super important then and then you might have like this i, I had personally like I, like you're like struggling like oh then you realize how selfish you were did you, mm. you, you think, I think about that i'm like oh wait I, I was even more selfish than i thought brings you back actually brings you more level-headed you're like totally oh i was like that oh shit totally wow. dude and then you see it from an outer perspective yeah and you're like damn okay let me dial that back a bit and uh it's definitely, but it's been a nice balance. Yeah. Definitely been a nice balance. I think I think the word could be, love. <laughs> love yes. Love tries. Love makes you not selfish, or at least tries to undo the wiring. Yeah, truly. Well, that's something I really appreciate about, about really appreciate about eight about our bands. All these dudes are super not selfish. <laughs> that's great. It makes our lives a lot easier. So. So you guys try to like 
understand each other and like try to like you know help help yeah. each other. Well, again, I think we are. Everybody's really in this, like really in this. I see it. You know what I mean? So it's like, just it's all in the the, the greater good. You know what I mean? Everybody's really good at putting shit aside. Just fucking, we have a goal. You know, so mm-hmm. we just keep moving. I feel like a lot of people yeah. get lost in like in doing this, where it's like you start for a reason or you start for multiple reasons. And then, you know, you get a little traction or you do a couple cool things here and there. And I feel like people lose that, like, genuine reason why you were there in the first place. Yeah. And I feel like with these guys, it's just like we're here because we want to fucking play music. It's You know, we want to put all the bad shit that's happened in our lives and all the good shit that's happened into this thing. Mm-hmm. And it just works when we're all at that same point and we're all feeling the same exact way about it. It's not like Sick. it's just great. It's just genuine is what it is what it feels like for you know magic, it is, man. You're on stage and you, you get you look at each other and you get that like yeah. this is fucking tight. You're like, and then you right. just like back we're at doing it. it. Yeah. 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 I'm on stage screaming fucking skew yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my lungs to my boys. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. no Oh, it's your fucking punter show. Let's go. Remember being kids in our room alone, jack- jacking off. Yeah. Now, now we made it, boys. <laughs> we are here. Uh, <laughs> we made it. We made it. Uh, made it. Shouldn't have smoked that. Now I'm at Garza's fucking studio space. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, when, so, just to remind people, when's, when's the record going to drop? July 26th yep. of 2023. Yep. Amongst the low and empty. Amongst the low and empty. Century Media Records. Great, great <laughs> title, man. Yeah. You guys are... So, so what track did you like the most on the whole thing? It was... Uh, I put it on here. Uh, that outro to Dream Killer. Oh, yeah? Was that was your like, favorite yeah, part? I was like, all right. I, I got to get it an, an, another listen, though. Hell, yeah. Because it was like a... Put it on front, front to back. We were just talking earlier, like fuck. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like such a dick. Like I'm always telling people to like to listen to records, but I don't listen to records. <laughs> like a fucking hypocrite. It's funny that that song starts out as like one of our most crazy songs in the first like minute, mm-hmm. then it ends up being that like totally different. You gotta put it on front to back, man. Yeah. I, I just put on a Dave Matthews record uh, fr- front to back last week. I was l- l- losing my mind, like crying in, in my car. It was like <laughs> it just takes you on Which this journey. One? There's a record called uh, Every Day. It's not a hit record. Mm, I don't know Every Day. But, but but this is when they dropped Tuna B. I do love that band. Being a, a drummer growing up like in band and shit, like we yeah. had to learn a lot about yeah. Dave Matthews. That record, dude, is heavy, man. <laughs> he gets Dave so Matthews much band shit. Every Day. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta check yeah. it out. Carter Buford, drummer. Yeah, shout out, Fucked. dude. Yeah. <laughs> As, so, so you being like, so you being like a, I guess you could say like a, a drummer in our genre, like what, I mean, like, like what do you hear when you hear their drumming? Oh my God. Every, so everything. It's like, well, that's, dude, I could do this all day. Yeah. Let, Get me on let's drums, go. Bro. Like it's such a, it's such like a, cause especially in that kind of music, it's such a cathartic feeling. Mm-hmm. Like it's not about playing the fucking what you're playing. It's about the feeling of it. And this dude just has such a feeling the way he uses all of the colors and in in his instrument to like not just play drums but like give a f- emotion. Yeah, like, dude. that's crazy. It's really hard to do that in death metal. There's some people that are really good at it, mm-hmm. but it's very hard to do versus like this. You know, I mean, not that it's any easier, but oh my god, this GoPro video from fucking oh, 2010. Sick. He's ripping with, right dude, now. Yeah, I can hear what he's playing in my head right now because I've seen this video so much. <laughs> Carter Buford, man, shout! Out. Wow. Yeah, it just rips. Holy shit! Incredible. Sh- 
And this kit sounds fucking immaculate. Oh, is that snare? Got like a legendary snare. Wow. Yeah, he was in all the magazines when I was a kid, you know what I yeah, mean? Well, kind of like, I might have been a little yeah. past his era, but when I was in band and shit, a lot of the guys that were teaching me were like big fans of Dave Matthews and stuff, so. Is it uh, kind of a trip that a drummer like, you know, Carter has inspired our genre? It's kind of crazy, huh? Yeah, if, well, if you're yeah. really thinking about it. And, you know, especially in drums now, I mean, like, I'm trying to think, the first time I heard ghost notes in a metal song was like that, like, more post-hardcore, like, mm -hmm. metalcore. It, you know, it was always just heavy shit, blast beats. You don't really get... Yeah. That was, like, a mostly pop music or country music. You hear the little snare rolls. So yeah. Like, it's interesting how that stuff has carried into and also a lot of like the most famous drum grooves like you got rosanna and all that shit from total every every drummer has to like learns that shit like if you you know you get picked on if you can't play that drummer it's like yeah a guitar player like you get fucked with if you can't play it. like i'll play freebird or play sure and, like, it's that same kind of thing right so um dude shout out dude he says wow yeah, what an amazing they're it. they're uh they're gonna play here in uh, august like i gotta drop that cash see him <laughs> dude you know who i'm ready to drop bands for death clock yep. oh, nice. yeah i was so jacked when i saw that they they announced a tour um it hits pittsburgh when we're off tour oh it's magic and they're dropping the they're, they're finally finishing the series they're finally wow. finishing yeah yeah all this like and Shout baby metal death clock and baby metal it's a good lineup it's yeah, sick as with fuck, Jason Richardson's opening it. Oh, oh awesome. fuck! It's super sweet. So that's sweet. You know, I appreciate and respect Baby Metal, but I'm going for Death Clock. <laughs> Dude, honestly, I can get I can get down to Baby Metal. I, oh, fucking, I can get down to. I'll be in the in the pit like doing laps to fucking. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's this there's this one video of um of ah, man I forget, but it was them playing this one song. Forget the title, but. It just went nuts, dude. dude like they had some good the, shit. the main riff to the main riff to karate banger. I really, really like that one. It's like sped up crowbar. That's a great analogy. They've had a crazy history of having really great. How far is the venue from here? <coughs> uh, it's five miles away. Five miles away. Yeah, this is like the most yeah. convenient. Oh, yeah, I, I, we got to get you guys out of here. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, we, we got, no, no. no, I just realized what time it was. It's one forty-five. Oh, oh shit. Is it? Yeah, yeah, we got we got to get you guys out of here. I'm sorry, we started talking about Dave Matthews and love and we went going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love and love and and death metal. It happens. Well, yeah. yeah again, uh, the new record is out. July 26th. Boom. July 26th. Boom, boom. Boom. Amongst the lone empty. Grip that shit. <laughs> um, thank you again for having us. Thank you for real. Dude, no, thank thank you guys for making like a you know a dream of mine come true today. It's pretty crazy, man. It's, it's crazy. I mean. Again, I hate talking about it, but like this doing this thing behind the scenes has been fucking crazy. So that when like things that happen, like oh wow, like it's like. See, I just well, like coming and bullshitting with you, dude. It's, it's yeah, fucking honestly, yeah. it's easy. This is just yeah, an anytime. excuse to hang That's out, right? right? <laughs> like truly. That's, yeah, Same. this ain't even. I mean, like That's it's great. business, but this is more pleasure than business. At Same, fucking. Same, man. You know, days like today is what I'm trying to like work towards. You know, like where we just do it, just have fun, boom, it's out. Boom. You That's know? what I'm saying. Like it's a great time. It like last time we came through, I had a blast. Today I had a fucking great time. So that's that's fucking crazy, man. Thank you guys for thank you guys for being here. Uh all right one. Oh yeah, and where where people find you guys? Uh you oh, can find us on everything. everything. So Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter. Signs of the Swarm.com. Yeah, Signs of the Swarm.com. You guys, have a, you guys have, a, have a website. Good. Yeah, we yes. have a landing page now. Good. We didn't before. We do now. Yeah, it's in all our bios there. Nice. So. 
Click the link. Well, click that shit. All right, everyone. That's it. Thank you. Later. Bye. See you at the show, baby. See you.